0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders, dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs.
1: Well, obviously, I'm not Nui Scruggs, but you are now rocking with the best. I'm Heckman Harrison, and this is the Media Mash. I get to get a chance to ask all the juicy questions (laughs) to the guys that ask all the juicy questions. And uh I am going to need more energy heck. What do you <laughs> more, mean? More what do you mean? I gave it to you. I'm, I'm, I just I'm what do you mean? I'm kidding, man. Man, <laughs> hey, I am in here. I'm in the building with my man uh Nick Eatman and sure. I've argued with him plenty uh but I get to do it they pay me to do it. That's right. uh, and director and of edi- – what is it? What are you now? You're big <laughs> – they don't just put big wig on your title like they should. They should just say, you know, he, he's pretty important. It's – I don't know about that. Uh, editorial big, content. Director of editorial content. Thank oh, well, you. And we moving on up. and <laughs> moving on up. And – John Mashoda from The Atlantic. Man, I, this is my first time ever meeting you. So I've read plenty of your articles and admire of your, your work, sir.
2: I appreciate so that.
1: So I'm going to take you to task as well. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's all good in the hood. But, fellas, this is what I do. When I get a chance to host, I think it's very important that you start off by asking people about how how is your mind? How are your mentals? Are you good today? You know, it, Are you on the verge of going, you know, mm-hmm. postal? Mm. are we straight are we safe you know Man, so nick nick you i'm gonna start, me, <laughs> you nick, nick, I'm you start with you
3: you would have got me yesterday when i'm dealing with uh plumbers i mean uh, at the at the house you deal with plumbers it, uh, well they you know yeah so uh, a plumber that, dealt with you it was that kind of day so uh, anyways and then and the guy was seriously was like you're a cowboy fan you know because i had this badge and i was like Took a badge off, and I was like, listen, whatever's going to help me get this thing going here, I don't care if you're 49. I don't care. He was like, you guys aren't going to the Super Bowl. That's what he said. And, and I you like, agree. I, I said, listen, as long as I get to go to the toilet bowl, man, I'm serious. I do not care. Yeah. Like, whatever. So, we're good. We're good today.
1: Good. You're good today. We're good today. Glad we didn't catch you yesterday. Everything's flushed out. Everything's good. Who yeah. Who did it? Who's the, corp- the culprit? Know. It's always well, you know what
3: it could be me. It's probably me. It's probably you. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna good blame dad. someone else. But ah, like, a... it's only it's only like two <laughs> two boys in the house, so it's probably me. And so. uh,
1: hey John, how about you, man? You didn't know you it was going there. It's like, no, it's I the
3: did It's the seat. Clarence usually sits here, and he takes it there, and I, I took it there.
1: I didn't. Sh- I, Shots fired. My
2: man, my weeks basically are. I mean, I'm not in your situation. I love – a single life, and I cover the Cowboys, and basically during the but season. But you were a Detroit Lions fan growing up, right? I was, yeah. So that That's that
3: right. was it's you you you're past all that right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, let's you be grew honest. out of it. And it's not just that, but it's I mean, I challenge anybody to like a team that doesn't win for Ever. forty years. Go and, ahead, I challenge you to be that diehard, like that you're going to go to every game and still be this diehard family. Like, you'll pay attention
3: to it, but you're not going to sit there and be hanging who, on it. Who like, else is in the in the big four of sports? I'll well, say three. Yeah, this is hockey. Sorry. Yeah, I'm who, not a hockey fan. Me. Either. Who who else is like that? Sacramento Kings. I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. I, I that would mean, be a good one. never one. Texas Rangers? Oh. Well, I mean I mean there's a little zing. bit. There well, I, I see
2: there's similarities with the Browns. The Browns have been down for, yeah, Browns, for a long time.
3: Yeah, yeah. But be, I mean I I just think Sacramento Kings cuz I'm just like there's not much going on. The problem on is there, the problem no. the
2: only reason why I won't go there with it and I, I bring it more to the Browns is because um if the Lions were ever good you can put that sports town up with anybody. Yeah. You'll never Sacramento can go win. When they sure, had, sure. you know, Chris Weber and all that. Nobody did they really care? Yeah, yeah, they really right, didn't right, care. Right, right. But like Cleveland, if the Browns ever won, I mean the city would be electric. You know, that's why it kinda I always rolled my eyes at the whole hockey town thing of Detroit. It's like, is it really hockey town? Yeah. This is a this is a Lions Tigers town. It's not really hockey because it's the only team that's
3: winning, it was Hockey Town, but they had a lot of fans at the game. I mean, you yeah. were there. I mean, me. I was kinda surprised. Now, speaking yeah. of having fans at the game. The Bears yeah, they're gonna they show up. They're gonna bring, and they're also different color than what you've got. They got a little. Did they show up well in New England? I don't remember. I I, I was I, watching the game. I don't remember it standing out. Trust me, it's gonna look like yeah yeah. This, this game's gonna look like Syracuse. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna blue and and orange. Well, Syracuse. if you were
1: a season ticket holder and you were selling your your seats, you sell, the, you these, sell noon no, are, yeah, these noon games. Yeah, noon games. the ones. <laughs> no man, you go get what you do is you go to brunch. You know, get yourself all lathered up on some yeah. mimosas, and then you come into the stadium. Man, it's, it's it makes well, so Texas Live time. is a game changer, we'll sure, for we'll sure. We see you. I, mean, I know where, you're, where your game plan is going to be. <laughs> you, you better believe it. And I thought I said the athletic, athletic but if I said the Atlantic, I'm sorry. No, uh, it's fine. Don't no okay, no worry. I Oh, uh, uh, you, you do? do? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I did that. I did that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but for two guys that have a pulse of this team, um, and, and I get, to, get a chance to ask guys rounded, this round that's filling this thing out, what is your pulse on this team right now, the identity of this team? After – Look, after seven games, is that enough of a sample size for you to say, I think I know who these guys, the 2022 Dallas Cowboys are? John, I'll start with you. I don't think
2: – I still don't think I know. I know what they are on defense. Offensively, I don't think that they've reached what they can be. This isn't – you know, if, if Dak had gotten hurt and was out for the rest of the season, I think i know what this Cowboys team is. It's going to be a very – just take care of the football, run the football, and then dominate with defense. But now that you have Dak back and he's working his way back in, I just – I don't know, you can disagree if you want, but I just don't, I can't buy into that complete they're going to be a run, play good defense when you have a franchise quarterback like Dak Prescott. I just don't see that happening, and so, I don't know, it's one of those things where you just kind of, how many weeks is it going to take until this offense, you know, particularly in the passing game, gets clicking, and really, for me, it's it's on third downs, because that's when they, when they get that clicking on third down, then I see everything else kind of falling into place, but until they
3: do, I don't know that I know for sure what their identity is. Yeah, I mean I to me, I look at it, I just I'm creating a word. I mean I'm changing gift to gaft. Gaffed. 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 Okay. G A F T. I do. I think this is a good ass football team. I really do. I think this is a good, good team. Probably the best fifth seed that will ever be in the NFC or in the playoffs. Because I do think it's going to be really tough to, to beat the Eagles. I think the, the what's what's worse than the Cowboys – or easier than the Cowboys schedule is the Eagles schedule. And they got you by two games. So I think that if they're going to do anything, they're going to have to do it on the road. But I agree with you. The offense is a struggle, but the defense is to me is just light out. And right. I, think, I think it'll be – even tougher when you get into the colder games. Um, I just don't think they're going to give up hardly anything, and and I think I think that they're going to lead this team. Now you got to get any kind of help on offense. You get, if the offense gives you anything, then I think that they have a chance to. I mean, they're going to compete with anybody that that, that that they get out there
1: with. So if if I'm hearing you correctly, you're basically saying that prior to the injury, you were looking at obviously the the offense could could operate at a high high level. Uh, but now, Dak coming back and seeing Cooper Rush, you recognize that this team can get wins with a bus driver. It can get wins
2: with a bus driver, but I don't think it can get to multiple playoff wins and get to a Super Bowl, with just a bus driver. Okay. You know, that's my whole thing is when, when Cooper Rush was in there, and I remember we talked about it on here, that I think he could take them to a certain level, but to get the ring, to get their ultimate goal – you need Dak Prescott to be playing at a high level because he just opens up so many other things for you. And now, I mean, you look across what the teams that will be in the NFC playoffs, at least the way it looks right now, it's not like there's a lot of great quarterback play. But I think for this team, I think the defense can carry them, certainly. I mean, they're going to win double-digit games. There's no – make the playoffs, like you said. Um, But to get past that, because to me, that's when – that's – we can talk about this this week, next week, whatever. But this team will ultimately be judged by what they do in January. Mm-hmm. And for them to get past what they've been doing in January, they need Dak Prescott to be what Dak. What you know? They need Dak Prescott to be a good Dak Prescott.
3: Yeah, and and a running Dak Prescott, a guy that that's not afraid to dive in there and get a couple first downs and do all that. And I do think that will come. Uh, and and I, once that happens, I think it's gonna this gonna the offense will open up a, l- a lot more. Um, I like what we're seeing at the running game. I think that they could run the football. And I just think when you get to games in December and January, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Uh, and and that that's going to help him. I mean, like it's going to be these tight, close games. I mean, just like we saw last week, they were way better than the Lions three weeks ago against the Giants. They were way better than them. Yeah, but they didn't blow them out. They're not blowing right. teams out. I don't think they I don't know if they have that capability, which is scary. But that's the way it is.
1: And, and I I mean I, I love what you said, and it's polar opposite from some of the other answers that I get when I ask about this offense because people are like, I like it. Let Kellen Moore call 25 pass plays and let's run the ball 30 times. That is a recipe for success. You're saying the complete opposite. Yeah, because like, I, nah.
2: I don't think they run the ball like 14, 16 Cowboys. 14, 16 Cowboys running the ball? With, with DeMarco Murray in 14, Zeke in 16, mm-hmm. I'd be just fine with Buster. I would, I'd think that ultimately for them to win it all, they're going to need the passing game to show up somewhere. I don't think the running game is that good. I think the running game is solid to good. I don't think it's great. In 14 and 16, it was great. With that fourteen and sixteen run game,
3: with this defense, they could win the Super Bowl. So who's missing? I mean, who let's just get to it? Who is it? Is it Frederick? Is it uh Oh um <laughs> Is it Tyron Smith? <laughs> is it a good is it a, a great Well Tyron Frederick, Smith? yeah. If you give yeah, you give you a, uh, yeah.
2: a Frederick for sure, that would do a lot to solidify things. Um I don't remember who the left
3: guard was in fourteen. Was it Leary? Leary but Leary sixteen, yes, I don't sure. remember that one. That left guard. I don't I don't even know who it is. I would, yeah, say Cowboys, I would say if you're going to give me one person to add to this offensive line, it would be Travis Frederick. Just yeah. the center that can, yeah. can get it done. I mean, I do think, and I've been a, a harsh critic of uh, Bionish. I really has. I mean, I, I just thought that they could get better, and I'm sure they yeah. can. But I, the Cowboys really didn't feel like they could. They didn't fit, think anyone in right. the draft was better than, than Bionish. They don't think anyone in free agency. They didn't want to go get that veteran that stayed out there forever. I think he's still out there, Treader, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. They never, yeah. never did. And I think he's actually played pretty well. I mean, be honest, I, mean, I got to give him credit because I don't see any bad shotgun snaps. And I don't see him just getting blown off the ball that much. A couple times, but it kind of happens at center. But I think for the most part, he plays with
1: leverage. He's pretty good. So, so Nick and John, you know, look, yesterday around this time, uh, I think you broke the news yesterday that uh, Robert Quinn mm. It just happened to uh, change from Chicago to Philadelphia. It's <laughs> a short drive, but nonetheless, he made it. Um, how, 24 hours later, I'm asking everybody, man, how do you feel about that? And do you believe that there should be a counter move on behalf of the Dallas Cowboys? Or, or do you feel like with the move that they made with Hankins, hey, that, that was the move yeah. that they needed to make?
3: Yeah, maybe maybe Quinn was the counter move. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's weird. I wasn't really. If I'm a Cowboy fan, I wouldn't really be worried about Quinn that much this week. I'd be wor- more worried about what he's going to do with Philly with those guys in defensive tackles that could kind of help him. And he's a he's a pretty good edge rusher, especially in, in that kind of scheme. So um, I think this will be a good move for him and a good move for the Eagles. Um, but. You know, I think for this week, I'm sure it's Terrence Steele and those guys, Tyler Smith, are like, "Oh, that's good." But uh, <laughs> yeah, down the road, I mean, I think McCarthy said, it, "I got mixed feelings," and so did Dak. It was like at first was like, "Well, that's good," but then yeah. we'll see him down the road. So, you know, I bet more. I bet fans are probably more annoyed by it than happy about it for this game. And fans want you to make a counter move, but a front office can't
2: operate that way. You can't go, well, oh, these guys are making this move. Now we got to do something. You got to make moves that make sense for your team, you know? And if there's a guy out there, maybe one of these moves gets them to feel that way. Like, hey, maybe we need to add something that we were kind of on the fence on, but I don't think you just all of a sudden go, Will. Go through that book again. We, we got to get something <laughs> here. Just go through the book. Let, let's just we'll give up a third or fourth. Just get something so that we counter. Like I don't think you can do that. Uh, real like quick, the, in, the, the injury report just came out. Uh, Micah Parsons was limited today with a shoulder, oh, and Sam Williams didn't practice because of a knee. So those are two updates on on the uh, injury report there. So two two important pieces there. On I Thursday,
3: I don't see any any way that Micah Parsons wouldn't play in this game, but. On yeah. a Thursday. Yeah, you don't want to see that. That's not good, though, for Sam Williams. I mean, yeah, no, a, no. a knee on a Thursday when he wasn't here yesterday. I I think that's happened more this year than I can remember. Some kind of practice injuries. I know? mean, Thursday is their toughest practice. Mean, I know. The most padded. But you we know, see most it, man, Saturday, hitting. not too long ago, there yeah. was a guy yeah. <laughs> shoulder injuries Shultz. and all that. Didn't
1: Schultz? Uh, is it
4: Schultz? Schultz?
3: Yeah, yeah. Semi-Fajoko so, had right. both one, in that too. Saturday practice right before the uh, Eagles Seems game. Like they Rico both. Did. Dowdle had something that yeah. I mean, it's like these things just kind of pop up, yeah. you know. But anyways, uh, yeah, I I, I don't, wouldn't be too worried about Micah, but yeah, um, yeah. And Sam Williams, I mean, Sam's <laughs> coming off a good game. The, the, this is the type of game where you want him to, you know, as to still Garrett's line stack good games together. Don't just get excited about that. Come back and say like, I could
1: do even better than that so right
3: and and he might he might play
1: and, and gosh obviously we hope he does for this for run purposes alone we, you know yeah. you're gonna need uh, a sam williams but i wanted to ask you brought up a name that i was just getting to and that's tyler smith and what do you think about his performance so far seven weeks in it's been it's it's been tough yeah, <laughs> it's been tough, but they're developing him, and I think Coach Philbin has done a really good job. Even when you point across the line, that guys like Steele uh, that you see development, but particularly Tyler Smith. Uh, what's your grade on him?
2: I think he's been I think he's been pretty good. I don't. It's tough when I grade him because I feel like I'm grading on a curve of my expectation going into the mm-hmm. season, which was pretty low. And so I think he's exceeded my expectations. I didn't yeah. think he was going to be able to have success at left tackle like any at all. I thought it was going to be some really bad days, and I mean. He hasn't been great, but I don't think that, I don't know, he's gotten beat on some plays, but I just kind of expect that out of, out of a rookie tackle. But the other, the, just thinking about that whole situation, okay, so Tyron Smith comes back, then what do you do? All of a sudden, are you moving him to left guard? Uh, I mean, are you moving Tyler Smith to left guard and, and putting Tyron Smith back at left tackle? Are you keeping Tyler Smith at left tackle? And And, and regardless of what your answer is on any of that, that right there is the difference between 14 and 16. Because at 14 to 16, you just rolled out that same five. For most of the season, you had continuity. So as you got later in the season, you knew what you had. In the, I mean since Mike McCarthy became head coach, they have, he just has not had any continuity on an offensive line. There's no. been injuries. They, you know, yeah. I mean, I think that he was expecting to have Travis Frederick. You know, mm. I mean, there's just been a lot of moving pieces there, and he'll be the first to tell you that that's tough on an offensive line not to have a, a cohesive group that even if it isn't the best five that you've ever seen, if it's the same five you have all season, they're probably going to get better as the season goes along. So, I mean, you putting Tyron right back in at left tackle when he gets back? Let's say it's like mid-December? Probably. But, and then
3: um, what are you doing with Tyler? I don't. I mean, uh, put put, uh, put him at left guard. Yeah. I okay. mean, put him where he practiced all summer. Yeah, you yeah, know? for sure. He's a smart guy, and, and, and he he picked this up, and I think he'd be fine. I mean, I think he's been pretty good. I mean, leads the team in penalties. Penalties was the issue yeah. for him. But it doesn't seem – I mean, it's been, what, seven games? Yeah, Six seven. Six penalties? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what he did in college. He yeah. was like 12 penalties in college, like one a game. Um, but Flozell Adams had one a game. Now yeah, it wasn't. It was usually a false start. DeMarcus Ware had about one offsides a game. I just feel you like, you like the rookie offensive
2: tackles that really dominate or at least play really well as rookies, those are guys you're spending a top five pick on, a top ten pick, like a Tyron Smith. Like it's the longer. Yeah. I mean, most of those offensive tackles, it's going to be. It's. I mean, right. there's there's outliers, but generally speaking, when you get later in the first round, second, third round, asking them to start right away as a rookie, I
3: yeah. I'm just not. I mean, I'm trying to win this thing right now. I think. I mean, the window's open. Right. I mean, this is a good football team. A, a good. Ass football and, the team. NFC, yeah. and the NFC and the NFC I mean, the like, NFC it's division. Here. I mean, the entire conference is wide it's open. It's here for the taking. So, like, if, if you know, I hear people that say, and I'm on a show with Derek Eagleton, and he kind of he. I know he's reluctant to move him around because he's going to be the future left tackle. Yeah. But you know. Larry Allen was the future guard of this team too, and he played all over the place and he moved around. And I mean, great players can figure it out. I just think I'm not. I'm not just. I, I would just hate to go to a playoff game and lose, and Dak gets sacked four times, yeah. and the, and the whole game Tyron Smith is just holding his pads right. like this, like <laughs> no, yeah. not gonna can't happen. do it. <laughs> no, okay, you got to go down with your guy. And so I, I let's see if he's still got the same. I know he's been out here working, and he looks pretty good from what people tell me they've right. seen. Right. I haven't seen yeah, him, yeah, but yeah. Right, people have told me he looks pretty good. So, right. But, we'll
1: but there's been nothing about Tyler, uh, Tyler Smith's performance that has wowed you, that has made you say, no, like Derek feels like yeah. this is this guy is the future left tackle for your organization ah. if, if tyron smith comes back he comes back in a different capacity move him to guard or, or another position you're saying no go with your guys give him back go right back to left tackle bump your rookie inside
3: mm-hmm. if, and i think he can do it and i think he'd be pretty good at it i mean in fact they may, may want to try it honestly yeah they may want to try it early in and, and Maybe if you get into a game where you feel good and you want to move Peters, you know, put Peters at left tackle and move him in there. I mean, I'm not saying you can just mess around with games, but you might want to see if you can do that because you want to see if this is going to work. If Tyron does come back, let's see the guys played it.
1: Oh, the possibilities, the possibilities, guys. We're going to take our first break here on Media Mash. I got more heat for y'all. We'll be here for another 30 minutes, dog. So
0: (laughs) tune in with us on the Media Mash.
1: Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
4: When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA, equal housing lender, credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The
0: season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere Zero Turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more.
4: Back, Back. Back.
1: to Back.
0: Media Mash.
1: Man, I, I don't have a read. I, I don't. I don't have a read. I'm here with Nick Eatman, the big wig, and John Mashoda from the Athletic. Keep saying wig. You're bothering me because I'm like, uh oh, I'm getting there. No, dog, you hanging on. <laughs> hanging on. <laughs> you hanging on, dog. Well, a lot of people that gave up, Nick. You going strong, hanging dog. in there. Hey, if you go a couple months, man, you might be able to it's,
3: braid that up a little bit. It's, uh, it's braid is what it is. It's, a, it's a little bit of blonde and gray. So are you it's dying it? Yeah. Are you, you dying it?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Wow. No, lot. you're not gonna ever do that uh, a lot uh, of right. players listen a lot of players you know they died out i get asked all the time "Are you on the beijing but i'm like man, just I for men. My, just for <laughs> man.
2: it seems kind of exhausting to do that because i just feel like you'd have to keep up with it Is
3: it is an everyday thing is it every week and like, i how? have i think i have add so i would do like one side and then like, <laughs> yeah, like, what, what happened and then it'd be like <laughs> yeah well look a squirrel and then uh, <laughs> yeah and then it'd be like i mean i guess if it's once a week it's not that bad <laughs> i come in on the show like this
1: Yep. Good. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure, Brian. Hey, black on one side, blonde yeah. on the other side. Man, come on, man. I uh, look like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. N.W.O. Hulk Hogan. That that was terrible. the bad. That was the terrible Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it was. I oh, was. Oh, old Terry. <laughs> That that was bad. Um, but talking about something that's good, our defense and we we talked about it earlier is carrying the load right now, and they are doing a damn good job, man. You call them a, a good ass team, man. I say we got a good ass defense too. Mm. Uh, but also, you got some ballers on this side that I feel like are making this defense elite level. Uh, and I don't want to put say, you know, people always, every time they want to talk about a great defense, they're like You know, it goes on and on. However, when they talk about this Cowboys defense, they talk about, you know, it always goes to 20th and rushing. Like, and then they say nothing else after that. Yeah, 20th and rushing, that's a huge Achilles heel. If you're able <laughs> to fix that part of this defense, do they ascend into the stratosphere of elite level?
2: Oh, yeah, there's no question. That's the only thing that's missing. And and I'm not one of these people either that thinks it needs to go from 20 to, like, top five or anything. I think if it just gets somewhere closer to 10 or 12, I think they'll be fine. The thing about the run defense that concerns me a little bit is – I just feel like that's what teams are going to try and do to you again. Again, I think this team's making the playoffs, and I'm, I probably look too far ahead. But again, I'm I'm looking towards January. What's your best plan at January? And I and I also believe that that is a Mike McCarthy thing too. Whether it was mm-hmm. in Green Bay and since he's been here, the plan is whether it's taking care of players when they're injured during the season, whatever it's uh, it's
3: the con, it's to continue to ascend for what you're going to be in January. Yeah, and I thought I thought on the on the fan this week 105.3. I thought Jerry Jones said something that, about that. Um, about, you know, because the guys that were asking a the question, they, they want to watch like, you know, run and shoot. I mean, yeah. they, they, they they just do. Those guys, they just want to see the passing game and all that stuff, and they, they don't really – they think it's risky to just run the ball like this and play this type of game. Jerry's answer was that's how you have to win in the playoffs. Yeah, It's playoff football. We're getting ready for it because you have to win. That's the way you're going to have to play. It's going to be tough. It's going to be bad weather. You're going to have to grind it out. you got to do that. So that's kind of – you know that's, that's the way it will be, and there will be a game this year. I guarantee you somebody will beat them. They'll get up on them 17 points and – this offense won't be able to come back, and like, how do they lose to yeah whoever the yeah. Jags, yeah the
1: Bears this Minnesota. week,
3: Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah, yeah. No, Minnesota could throw it around. I mean, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a game for but sure. They but they got Dalvin Cook. But yeah. I mean, like a Colts or somebody yeah, like yeah. that okay. it's gonna is gonna it could catch them if you play like this, and and the defense maybe you know makes a mistake to you know here or there. But but I'll say this: so going back to the question, I get asked too. Do you think they could be the eighty five Bears, the two thousand Ravens, the the Bucks, and all that? Well. Those teams aren't teams unless they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's ever been a team that you call talk about their defense that didn't win a Super Bowl. So Super. that's really what you're asking. Yeah. Right. Is can they win a Super Bowl? And thing, if they do, then, yeah, it'll be the 22 Cowboys. And ones. it's so hard to compare to those previous
2: defenses, too, because there's just we're in an era right now where there's more parity than ever before. Mm-hmm. You know, there isn't those just juggernaut team where you're just, well, good luck with that. I mean, they're going to just blow you out. I don't know how you've been hanging with that. I mean, everything is just so wide open right now. So because of that, I think small little adjustments can be the difference. But outside, if they can just slow the run on teams, they just have so many playmakers on defense. I mean, I constantly am thinking, like, man, when is the last time that I've seen a Cowboys defense like this? Well before I started covering the team. Like, and it is, just proves it week after week after week. And the craziest thing to me is just how much and quickly it turned because of just how bad we saw it. Not 2010, 2020, just how bad the defense—and then how much it's turned to what it is now. With some of the same players, but obviously a lot of changes, Dan Quinn and all that. Uh, and, and, and I don't. can we and- add another— yeah. Micah Parsons. Well, Micah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> you guys, obviously, I, think, I mean, the Cowboys go as Micah goes. I mean, but yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think that where they're at right now is like, well, this is their defense. It's very good. Like, I think that they've still got room yeah. to ascend
3: by when, when you get to January. I don't think they're bad against the run. I, I really don't. I, I think that they are—I think uh, those stats are, are deceiving. I think that they're an aggressive— Get after your ass type of defense that doesn't—they want to harass the quarterback. The only way you can win is if you try to scheme up ways to run the ball, and you can—you can get some runs here and there. But when you get down around the goal line, things shore shore up. I mean, look—I mean, the the Lions ran. I mean, Washington ran. They got some yards. The Giants ran. I mean, it takes Barkley breaking it off for a touchdown because you get in the goal line. I mean, red zone. I, it, it changes and everything yeah. kind of shrinks. Gets, yeah, it shrinks, and so I just I I think that they're not like just world beaters there. You know, it's not just this brick wall to run the ball. But I think it's the way the scheme is. It's almost like a trap. of just kind of like, yeah, you can get in here, but then we we don't trust that you're going to be able to keep doing this without making a mistake. You're going to go backwards, and when you go backwards and
1: hold us, and it's third and twenty. Good night. here we come. Here we come. And we saw them do that against Detroit, except for that one big run that got them into the red zone. They kind of played them – I call it 30-to-30 defense. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want. Get past the 50. We're going to clamp down a little bit. And once you get close enough – it's good night, Irene. Thirty read. for thirty. I like thirty it. for 30, thirty. You know, but John, look, this is our first time meeting. I just want to introduce myself properly. I am a Dallas Cowboys zealot. Okay, everybody knows it. And it's not a secret. All right, this is me. I'm for the Cowboys, and so I want, I want, want badly for you to say yes. This is the eighty five Bears. This yeah. is too. I want you I to can't say, go there yet. Come on, dog. Give you some I, hope. I need it. I'm, 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 I'm just. You didn't hear it
3: next week of the bye. They're going to do the Super Bowl shuffle. They're going to go out. And they're going to record it in a yeah. Again. Yeah. again. The name is. The market and I'm the lion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then that might take it up to the next level. Maybe that that, that, that does know, get them. you know when they did that, I, th- I believe they went and they did that, and the next week they got their ass kicked by the Dolphins. Yeah, and then that was it. They didn't have they didn't lose Never another game. It. Well, but they again, went and recorded it. <laughs> I'm kind of beating a, a a dead horse here
2: with 14 and 16, but from covering 14, covering 16. There's a reason Jason Garrett's not here anymore, and it's right. not because he couldn't win games in the regular season. He was winning games during the regular season, and those, it's because of January, Eight. and and, it, and that's why Mike McCarthy was brought here, and so I feel like the way I cover the team, the way I look at things is all about, like, okay, what will they be as, as they keep going? It's right. not really about at right now, per se, as much as, okay, like, because I'm one of these people that, and I know I'm probably in the minority when it comes to this, like, I honestly, because of fourteen, sixteen, and these those previous years, don't even care about an NFC East. I'm just like, yeah, who cares? Well, oh, you won the NFC East. What do you, you want the T-shirt? You want the hat? Well, you get you get to host a playoff game. Where has that gotten you? So maybe maybe being a wild card team, going on the road, which obviously will help having a good run game and a good defense. Maybe that's the route they need to go. That's what Mike McCarthy did in twenty ten with the Packers. That seems like that I could see that being the way that this team wins. You
3: play Madden? I don't know. Yeah, but if you did, you would just simulate the season. Yeah. You'd just be like, i got to get through this. I can't deal with this crap anymore. Where are we? Just well, whatever. I, just, I mean, I said, it, I said it yesterday
2: on the show. I mean, I judge it because of that because I'll give you a good example right here. Tell me if I'm wrong on this. You get two more wins last year in the playoffs, so they make it to the NFC Championship game and then lose. I think Amari think Cooper, I think the whole crew's back. I think because of losing against the 49ers, then that's when you're like, well, we got to shake something up because something's not right here. If they made it to the NFC Championship game for the first time in twenty six years, you think do you think they're still going in the offseason go, Mari, thanks. Got us as
3: far as we've gone in twenty-six years, we're gonna move on. I, I'm sorry. I just can I just think NFC Championship game, I've never seen it. I don't yeah. know what that is. You just got me on NFC Championship game. So it's wow. just a one one or two weeks. I had a hot top I've never been. <laughs> I don't even know. Every time someone says that, they're like, Man, you've been doing this forever, man. Yeah. You've seen everything. You've seen it all. You're like, nope.
1: I've not seen it. an NFC Championship game, and it, and 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 they've been close, you know. Yes, we. <laughs> we right there, uh, right right there. But this defense—that's why I feel like this defense is so special. Uh, in a way, you coming from the 2020 season where it was astronomically bad, uh, you you couldn't get any worse than you were. To now drafting it's a almost Mike. like
3: they had hot sauce in the eye,
1: you know what I <laughs> oh, mean? Oh man, and, and that's a bad situation. Damn. It is. You can't see yeah. it for a guy. Yeah, that, that's a... He did. He had a hot That poor guy. He, he'll never live that down. Man. He'll, oh. he'll never live that down. I feel,
2: I, yeah, I feel bad for him because it was... You could just tell with the COVID season and all that, that it was just... That was not the job for him. This no. was not going to be the job. And, and then that happens on top of it. And then that becomes like a national story yeah. while the Cowboys are playing
3: poorly on defense. And, and he just, he's not a bad dude no. to where you kind of are like, he's ha such, ha. like, such a good dude yeah. that you're so trustworthy to just tell the media what happened. Well, when you really can exactly. just come back and be like, sorry, guys, I, I got you know, something I'm in my eye. Just a yeah. second. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be right back. I'll take care of something. Okay, cool. Because I will say, there were
2: some things he said in press conferences.
3: And we're talking about Mike Nolan,
2: by the way, if anybody doesn't know. There's some stuff he said in press conferences I still go back to that he wasn't able to implement, but the stuff he would say – it was absolutely where this defense needed to go. Yeah. Now, it took Dan Quinn to get him there, but he would talk about things like when you get to the playoffs, you know, you can't be bringing a knife to a gunfight talking about when you're going to go against these yeah. quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and how you have to be more multiple, which they weren't before that. Right. So he tried, to, he tried to change it in 2020, and obviously he wasn't the guy for the job, and Dan Quinn is, but you are seeing Dan Quinn, and obviously Mike McCarthy wanted it that way. Now it's transformed to where they can beat you in a variety of ways. To we're on a we're on a podcast talking about from week to week, like where's Micah Parsons going to line up your exactly. best defensive player? Like that just wasn't and happening before. You're
3: right, and the thing is, and I don't think this gets enough attention because you, you, we talk about three four four three, like Belichick used to do it all the time. But when Micah. That that's what happens. Yeah. Like and I don't think the other guys get enough credit for for also switching. Yeah. You know, Micah lining up here and there, which I mean, he kicks Tank over here, and Dorrance goes over here and Barr comes over here. And I mean, they're all doing it. They're all learning. I mean, they're all changing and, and being you know, like on the fly,
1: and being yeah. multiple like that, uh, yeah. going from three four to four three, that you think it made that much of a dif- difference because it's a personnel thing when you go completely three four too. Yeah. You, your ends have to be of a certain st- stature, and it didn't look like Tank fit the bill on that at no. all. No, he didn't need to be up there. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I would love to to hear like a a the team like on you know Saturday night or whatever the game plan is against the Cowboys. I would love to like the quarterback room talking the offense coordinator about Parsons, like. Yeah. Find Parsons every play, you know. Find Mike. I mean, I guarantee you. Like just seeing the, there's eleven practice jersey out there. You know, yeah. I do wonder about that though, because you also got to be kind of cautious of the
2: getting Guys, too focused on just an, on him, and then all of a sudden 90 ricks the game, you know. Or, that's or, or cool. no. I mean, that's that's no, how I'm Carl for,
3: Banks was a good player, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying for that coaching staff,
2: <laughs> you know? I'm saying that coaching staff has to be careful to say, uh, just focus on this one guy, well, right? There I mean, are multiple guys. Well, that that's have been that's making. and that's
3: what we're talking about. 85 Bears, you yeah. can you can sit here and say, okay, Singletary, Singletary all day long, and well, then Richard w- Dent, Richard yeah. Dent, <laughs> Hall of Fame, yeah, Wilbur Marshall, I Think Hall of Fame. Otis Wilson. I mean, those guys were awesome. Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, Saragusa. I mean,
1: Suggs? Maybe Suggs wasn't on that team, wasn't he? I think he was. On the I don't one, think T Sizzle was on that on that particular team. I think it was uh can't think of the guy, but I know what you're talking Peter about. Bolware? Yeah, bullware <laughs> was yeah, Bowlware was there. And also I, yeah, I would have gone Woodson. my whole life without thinking Bowlware, but I don't yeah. Woodson. You got some random football stuff in your head. I'm not gonna some, even ask sometimes. you to go. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Sometimes
3: Phil, <laughs> yeah. Phil McConkey. I, 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 <laughs> no, I was biggest, just He, he just could go all night player. with this.
1: <laughs> I just think, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of like random players. Yeah. But that team <laughs> had some dogs on, and you look over this. Roster, I'm telling you. But we we're just talking about this on the players' lounge. Look, Tank Lawrence, the way that he's playing, and maybe the unsung hero of this defense that is nameless right now. They yeah. don't have a, a famous name yet. Uh, Doomsday three. I'll go with that.
2: Yeah, I don't know if they feel that way, but don't you think that younger guys like that in the locker room probably
3: uh, don't care about that? Uh the last time this I feel defense, like they come up with like seriously games. the last time this defense had a name. It was really close to 2020. Um, not the hot this. boys. Let's not do this.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Right. Let's 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 uh, melt those chains down. It <laughs> <They> got cool. <laughs> I, mean, I mean,
2: if even if you go back to that though, obviously some good players there. But the other part with this defense is not only do you have the Micahs and the Trayvon Diggs and that, but I just feel like with especially this week, you lose Jordan Lewis. There's just so much. The depth is so much better. That's too, so crazy, right? Than than it's been. Where, I, and then and then you also have the faith that. You know that Dan Quinn can win in a variety of ways, that he can move other – people. I mean, to the point where I'm like, I think Deron Bland's going to be fine. I do too. And I don't know if you say that three years ago. Yeah. You know, that, oh, no, 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 if he goes down, they'll be fine. I don't know that they had the depth to put in another guy that you're like, no, 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 I think he'll be good. I did too.
1: Are there any other positions on the defense that you say, look, if I we can't lose I absolutely can't lose Micah. Let's yeah. Start
3: there. <laughs> yeah, I think the most underrated player on this team is an all pro. I really do. I think the most underrated player on the team is Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. yeah. I think he is just amazing in the stuff that he does and and going and he in the dog mentality yeah, of that... him. And he's been way better than anyone thought he would be. He's had a really good season this year. I mean, he just out receivered a receiver. Yeah. Uh, you saw game. that? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean that's my ball. Yeah, it's my ball. I'm gonna turn my hips and go to the outside and make an adjustment and make a play better than you.
1: I, I love it, man. And keep throwing at him, please, quarterbacks of in the NFL. Yeah, when please. I, when we did <laughs> yeah. keep doing well, it. We did a
3: documentary on him and we went up and talked to his high school coaches and and, his, and the personal trainer that, that he worked with, him and Stephon Diggs, and they both said adamantly. He is a wide receiver yeah. that can play corner, and he plays it. Yeah, trust me. But he's a wide you, he receiver. is a wide receiver. He should be playing receiver. He would be a great receiver. That's the way he is. But he can play corner, so he plays corner. After one of his games, rookie year, uh, I don't remember which
2: one it was, but it was like during the week in the locker room. I asked him. I was like, sometimes it seems like you may try and bait quarterbacks into throwing. You know, maybe laying, laying back a little bit, whatever. And he was like, no. I've never done that. I would never do something like that, whatever. And I just found it funny, like after the game the other day, Michael Parsons is like, oh, don't be falling for what Trayvon does. He'll bait some guys and things like that. <laughs> he just brought that up, and I thought about it to his rookie year, because so I'm like, man, I bet you he does that a little bit, where he kind of <laughs> sandbag a little bit like, Oh, yeah, this guy's open. Go ahead and throw it there. Let's see what happens. He used to do that to
3: his sister, probably. You know, (laughs) he'd be like, like, yeah, Stefan's open. Throw it to him. Throw it to him. You know, and he'd
1: go get it. Oski. Yeah. No, man, I absolutely love this. But, man, Media Mash, we're getting into it. Man, you guys are filling in a lot of the blanks for me uh, on on the questions that I asked at they can answer a little bit differently with the media than it does with players. Uh, yeah, so we're going to dive a little bit deeper. We're going to go on the other side here, but stay locked in with us here on the Media Match. We'll be right back.
0: The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf baby there's nothing better i bet you've probably done something that deserves a doctor Pepper. did you invest your nest egg in an nft yeah and i don't even know what that is it's a non-fungible token everyone's done something that deserves a doctor Pepper.
4: when you build you start with the foundation and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future
1: Back on the media mash for the last segment, and joined with Nick Eatman and John Mashoda. It's been fun, guys. I mean, come on, man. This is uh, you've given me all. I, I thought I was going to throw you some questions that you had to. Eh, you know, no squirming in and chairs so far. So I, I, I like don't know. The
2: energy, man. You bring a lot you bring of energy, no, it, man. You're if, not I bring, around. if I bring nothing, I'm going to come <laughs> with that. I mean, you better
1: bitch away. What, what do you like?
2: What do you like uh, during a game? Uh, I'm unbearable. Okay. I am. Uh, what about, uh, are you any different at a game as
1: opposed to watching at home? I'm I'm unbearable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm unbearable. Uh, at home, I require everyone to stay in the room that they're watching. They started watching the game. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I get that. Uh, you, you know, know what I'm saying?
2: You're you, you got to be like that, too, during Arkansas uh, games. Uh I am the weirdest person yeah, 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 when it sure. comes to games. Don't change the channel. And oh, no. And oh, yeah, who does that? But if they're playing bad, you might change oh, it and then change, I change it back. You might need to take
3: something I up. I change it. I change. I, I. You change the channel. Oh yes. No. I change it on Arkansas basketball. I will change. Here's <laughs> what I do. I pause no. it. Hold on. I pause it, and then go do something else. And right. I take my phone over here so don't be texting me and all that. When Arkansas was playing Gonzaga, every I was like you know i was dying i went for a walk i went yeah. for a walk walked around there. i got one person texted me yeah. Joe trahan up at pr I was like your hogs are looking good like 4 minutes to go and i was like i will murder you <laughs> <laughs> do not say that like so I, i'm crazy yeah. when it comes to yeah. that kind of stuff
2: i'm a big muting the tv if the if the team i'm watching like isn't playing well i'll mute it because it almost like bothers me to hear the broadcasters like it's like it's oh, making it worse my, i think
3: my wife will come in and arkansas is playing and be like why is The office on, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, what you know, like, you know,
2: so you don't tone
1: it down so for rogue. Yeah. Have you gone to any row games? Uh, no, okay, they should. I, I should be flown to every game, yeah, you know, they should. That if they knew better, yeah, they would do better, but I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying, I mean, you, I just feel so like home people, games.
2: Are you, are you just, well, I'm just trying to picture him, Nick, if he would have went to that last Eagles game. Oh. Out of the seven or eight oh. Eagles games I've been to on the road, that was the most hostile for me.
3: Yeah, it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it, this is what I'm saying. Like, it, it's one of those situations where I've gotten out of my habit of every quarter going to the bar. Okay. So I don't do that anymore. <laughs> That's I, good. I, I prefer popcorn. Okay. I get me a popcorn and and sit down and yeah, you know, I have to move around. Now I'm yeah. the, where I'm worse is watching my son's games. Yeah. I cannot. My son's game, I, I can't even sit with my wife. Yeah. Like, it's just, we can't do I it. I don't
2: know, understand how parents, I don't, I don't know if you do it or not, but I don't understand how parents can coach their kids' teams. One, be fair to all the kids on the team. And no. two, not be a, just a, a wreck like when the a call is missed or uh, something like that. Like, uh, I just feel like I would take it too far. Uh, as, a, as opposed to if you're a coach and you don't have,
3: they're not your kids, you know, maybe you'd be a little bit more mellow. Yeah, no, I, and that's going to happen for me in about an hour here <laughs> at soccer practice. And 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 you're right, it does happen. You know, you're just like, hey, Connor, you're going to need to come over here. You know, Taylor, I'm over here, Jacob, get your ass. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. No, it's
1: it's it's a lot different, man. But yeah. you know, it's it's one of my my joys. Uh, I, I can't get enough of it. This you kid's know? a baller, by the yeah. way. But yeah, he's he, this kid. He's going to – what, How is he sophomore? Is he? No, freshman. He's a freshman. He's a freshman. He he's not a baller. What position? Wide receiver. Oh, nice, nice. Hey, let me, let me help me out. You got he, good does size. He, does he have good size? Does he, yeah, does he's he think he's yeah. a baller? He knows he's a baller. Nice, he is, nice. man. Nice. You showed a baller.
3: me a clip of this guy. Yeah. He should have had two people tackling him with the angles, and he just doesn't believe in having an angle on me. No. So he's got dreams of having a star in
2: his helmet. He's got oh.
3: length. He's he,
2: yeah. He listen. He yeah. Or is he? Or 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 do you have a family? Where you possibly have kids that don't like the
3: Cowboys? Where do
1: they live?
4: <laughs> <laughs> and are they still? And are
3: they still alive? You guys, you guys have heard of this, right? Like these yeah.
2: families were like, yeah. like, like they'll have like like they'll have like a random like Giants fan in the family, well, or actually, you know what? It's probably more like families that like the Giants in New York
3: that have a random kid that likes the Cowboys. Well, you you know where like the fourth the fourth highest state of all of our viewership is in in the United States? I mean Texas. California, Florida. You know what fourth is? Virginia. Virginia. Oh yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. that happens too. Like right. right? all these former Redskin fans, Washington fans. Like, right. I, there's somebody in there like oh, oh for so sure. So your son yeah. had no choice. No. Okay. No, <laughs> he had
1: a cowboy blanket in his crib
3: growing up. But, but yeah, but the thing is, is that so in Heckman play, you played linebacker at yeah. Kansas State and yeah. then North Texas, right? Yes. So. He's a tall he's tall and then he's gonna he's gonna fill out a little bit too. Yeah. yeah. And he's gonna be a I don't know where I
1: don't know where he got his speed from, so me me, or his mom not very fast. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Check the birth certificate, kid. Is she an athlete too? Mm, yes. Uh, no. <laughs> yes
3: yes
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah no I mean, she's probably watching the show <laughs> how are you doing today?
2: honestly that's what I always think of with Ezekiel Elliott uh, <laughs> you, yeah. see, you have his mom that was like track star dad played football you're like man you got a great pedigree there to, to yeah. just be like a standout athlete yeah, I don't know where this
1: kid got it from, but he got it good. He got it good. Before we get out of here, guys, give me a pick for tonight. Who do you guys have for the Thursday night game? Baltimore, oh, Tampa, Tampa Bay Bucks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore, Tampa Bay I, Bucks. I try you to got. keep
3: my own team from. Uh, what was Parcells? You say I keep my own house from burning down. I didn't even know who was playing. Bucks and uh, and Ravens. Yes, Ravens are go- traveling to Tampa. Ah, uh, I mean that sounds like it is a sh- show over there in Tampa. I would go with the Ravens on go that. With the one.
1: Ravens,
2: yeah, I think I'm gonna go Ravens too. Probably like a uh, twenty-four twenty-one. I don't think that they're gonna get.
3: I don't think the Bucks are gonna get beaten down, but I, I, yeah, I'm leaning Ravens. I'm going Ravens. You know I, I, what I'm. You know, i I watch it. I, I'll just be like, throw it to Mike Evans. Yeah. Throw it to Evans. <laughs> Evans was open. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, Brady, throw it to Evans.
1: No, he's not going to do that.
3: Well, I just – that's how I will watch the game. You know, and then I'll all be right. like, oh, just – just if I'm Baltimore, I just kick a field goal here. I mean, I, why? It's the third down to just kick it. I need the points. <laughs> so, the yeah, points. I'm playing on fantasy.
1: And, and John, I, look, man, first of all, thank you guys for letting me host. Yeah, coming man. Coming well, yeah, here no, with y'all uh, today. It was absolute fun. Thank you for saving me at the last minute with my wife and the athletic part. I just <laughs> – Yes, baby, you're you're yeah. an athlete. Yeah, yeah. That's John Mershoda from the Athletic. <laughs> and, that, and that's my man, the Big Wig, Nick Even. Thank y'all for joining us all on Media Mash.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!